Look behind you and Clash Music present. Let's nail this one. You're listening to the LBY Clash Music Podcast. Clashmusic.com. Clash Music. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Clash LBY Music Podcast. Coming up this month, we've got an interview with Buzz Band of the Moment Cults, the best new music around, plus we take a look at the return of Arctic Monkeys. But as always, we start with a track from our album of the month. This month, it happens to be from Elbow's new album, Build a Rocket Boys! Exclamation mark. This track is from it. It's called With Love. Best intentions bring joyless droughts Pack your
Clashmusic.com. Look behind you. Clashmusic.com. Clash Music. So, welcome to the Clash LBY Music Podcast. In attendance as ever, myself, Roman from LBY Music. Dave's here. Hello, David. Hello, Roman. And Matt from Clash Magazine is here as well. Hi, up. Alright, you've gone on Northern Love. Uh, which is fitting because our album of the month this month is from Elbow. It's Builder Rocket Boys. Uh, from it, you just heard With Love. Let's dive straight in. It's their fifth album. What mm. do we make of it, David? Well, I loved them ages ago, but I think this is just more of the same. It's at today, the day we're recording the podcast. And, you know, I my genuine opinion is meh, it's okay. <laughs> That's probably my favourite track off the album, With Love. It go, I go way back with them. When I used to live in Manchester, I was I was working in a bank and they came in to this pub I was drinking in and they, they were just playing pool. And then ever oh. since then, we're like, oh my God, that's so <laughs> that, that is way back. Yeah, that is, that is way back. <laughs> Here's a hint uh, for you that. listeners. Never, ever go drinking with Guy Garvey. Do not <laughs> Is that from it. experience? Uh, yeah, I have been in a hotel bar room. Uh, hotel bar with Guy Garvey in the early hours of the morning. Of course you have. That man oh, can drink. Lovely you're, fella. Absolutely lovely fella. Mm. Hold on, but uh, Dave, the album of the month for you is meh. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I mean, I put this forward just because uh, they won the Mercury and I think they're a very important band to a lot of people mm. and it'd be hard to ignore it. We were, you know, we were mm and ahhing about Leaky Lee's new one, weren't we? Yeah. But um, I, I think this one's going to grow and grow. It might be one of those ones that in a month that I listen to it again and again, I think, oh, what am I talking about? I absolutely love it. But you can't ignore something like this. Um, it was notorious for not getting any leaks before the release today. I know they were very strict. There was mm. no copies to any radio radio stations yeah they've been very tight with it uh, the BBC didn't have any that's when you know that things are kind of getting exclusive having said that I've had it Roman for about three me. weeks <laughs> what really I know people who know people who rob people David um, Roman's book how to get by <laughs> in the music industry is out very soon probably. Uh, I'm going to kind of leap to its defence in that sense and it might be because I've been living with it for a little while as well oh yeah um, I think it's a really strong album Radiohead actually screwed us over a little bit like literally the day after we recorded the last podcast Radiohead were like oh we're going to release an album thanks a lot guys we didn't fit with our schedule where were we consulted on that one um, but actually I was listening to both of them for about a week and after about a week of listening I was like actually I prefer this Elbow album to the Radiohead album really? yeah now it's kind of shifted a little bit I understand the Radiohead album a bit more but uh Oh yeah, this album, I think it's, it's really bold, it's really brash. I think they, they've just got a bit of a confidence and swagger to it. They've kind of taken that, that Mercury win and they've gone, right, you know, we're now really justified in what we do. Can I just pick up on that? I'll just mm. take a few, uh, few, few track titles yeah. off the album. Dear Friends, High Ideals, uh, Little Kids, <laughs> and my personal favourite, Jesus is a Rochdale Girl, uh, The Night Will Always Win. It's that kind of, it is that confidence, I think. Mm. I think it's, it is the album of a confident band and, and the album of a band that knows its place and is now really comfortable to all that and yeah like you say they're not afraid to do the simple things well it's a very innocent album in very in many ways and I think they're you know they should be praised for not kind of cashing in on mm. the Mercury winners tag and then making an album of like chart friendly like love songs who, who won it the year before oh god it was uh, is that right um, it was um, uh, Speech oh, that, to Bell speech the to Speech Bell. to Bell mm. debacle the White Elephant yeah mm. everywhere you looked um, her album was there with a massive sticker Mercury Music Prize winner mm. <laughs> well that's what it sounded like in my head yeah. normally 5,000% increase in sales for uh, a it week it was not for it? her uh, she was ended up playing to like 12 people and like blamed her yeah, label it did bosses, not go very well yeah yeah. Mm. but uh, Matt as an Elbow as a band in general are you a, are you a fan? Uh, I'm just amazed that they call themselves Elbow <laughs> <laughs> I've never really got past that point really. <laughs> no uh, I, do, I do like them 
they're, they're just craftsmen. They're just really <clears throat> Absolutely, serious. Yeah. And uh, it's, I don't know, my, my listening is, you know, you just, as a, as a music journalist, you just get so much stuff sent to you and you have so many people asking you to listen to stuff. You just naturally have this unnatural pace of listening to stuff. Mm. And when I have actually sat down or found elbow on my, on my iPod and, you know, a couple of bus journeys, you're just like... Just makes you quite sad that you don't make more time to just sit mm. with one album, you know. Just takes time, like all good things, like all good relationships, David. Just takes time to develop and grow, and then you end up fingering each other on a Buster Rochdale. Um. <laughs> so on that note, behind you. <laughs> Still to come on the podcast, we'll be hearing from Buzz Band at the moment, Cults, and also listening to the new Arctic Monkey single. But before that, we're going to take you through kind of our favourite picks of new music at the moment, kind of the stuff we're really excited about. Uh, I've got the pleasure of going first this month, and this is a song I've just had in my head for months and months and months. It's they're really, really good bands. They're called Friends, not the most original name and kind of very hard to Google because you end up with pictures of Jennifer Aniston when you try to find them. Uh, but they're from Brooklyn. They're a five-piece. They only formed in September last year. Um, and kind of their first show was for the singer Samantha Ubani's birthday, just played in her backyard. And that was like six days after they formed. Uh, but they've now been picked up by Lucky Number, who are a really, really good le- record label based over here, kind of look after Darwin Dees. And there's, this band has a connection with Darwin Dees. I think they kind of have played shows with him and stuff before yeah. Uh, but yeah this is this is a track I really love it's called Friend Crush and it sounds like this
So that was Friend Crush by Friends. Uh, again, I really like it. Kind of that real simplicity, that kind of 60s girl band vibe that a lot of bands are kind of latching onto, especially from New York at the moment. I think we'll talk about cult- cults are very similar as well, who we'll be hearing from in a little bit. Uh, what do you guys make of it? I'm just looking at what you posted on the blog, uh, lbymusic.com, plug, plug, plug. Uh, you said, cannot get enough this catchy, delicate, perfect indie dream pop. I completely agree, sir. I quite like it. I, when I was listening to it, I was thinking, you know what, this is the new sound of New York, in my opinion. This is. Mm. I've heard a lot of this stuff coming out of the city, um, and especially down the East Coast. And a little bit of the West Coast as well, yeah, but mainly yeah, down the East. And um, I really like it. I think it's almost like a punk uh, revolution going on mm. with um, mixed in with uh, dreamy kind of homemade uh, vibes. I like it a lot. Did you say it was out this month? It's out March 21st on Lucky Number Records. Uh, it's a limited edition 7-inch, but you can also download it from their website. How about you, Matt? Yeah, I quite liked it. It sounded like Santa Gold. Mm. A little bit with the voice and kind of the tunes as well. She was partial to a bit of that kind of... Uh... Yeah, she was that kind of very driving rhythm and kind of... But she, yeah, more layered and layered and layered. It's like a bit more stripped back. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely yeah, it sounds that kind of same energy and that same kind of delivery. Yeah. yeah, she's got the hooks in there, definitely. I think uh, it's just hard to keep up with the New York... Yeah, <laughs> it just never stops. Yeah, it just doesn't stop, really. just hard to keep up with music in general, though, isn't it, yeah. <laughs> at the moment? Uh, so, Matt, what's your pick for this month? My pick is a band that's very close to my heart. They're called Found, capitalised. Found! Capitalised. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Found! No exclamation mark, no full stop. They're brilliant. They're kind of like following in the footsteps of the beta band slightly. They mm. are a bunch of art students, or former art students from Edinburgh and Glasgow. They make kind of indie music but kind of as if they're hip-hop producers mm. every concert's like an art project for once for example once they uh, found a, a fee from la airport mm. the air traffic controllers they got loads of lufthansa air boarding tickets and when the airport uh, when the audience arrived they got everyone to make a paper airplane they'd set up a laser field that <laughs> was triggered by motion sensors and would they'd play their songs about aeroplanes and every now and then an air traffic controller would just be triggered over the top of them by an audience member's paper aeroplane. They do things like that. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Wow. They made a wardrobe uh, into a robot that made uh, songs. It was like an old antiquated robot that actually won a BAFTA. It's called Cyberfron. I won't wow. ruin the surprise. Look it up. It's on the internet. In fact, it's waiting for you to find it on the internet. And if you find it and post a message on its Facebook page, he'll play a song in Edinburgh. This is a um, song called You're No Vincent Gallo. Uh, yeah, let's have a listen, see what you think. We met smoking cigarettes and this is what she said to me She said you're no Vincent Love 
So that was found uh, with you know Vincent Gallo. Uh, what did we think about that? I really, really enjoyed it. I, I, you can hear that kind of beta band mentoring influence and that kind of that mixture of electronic and folk works really, really well. I think, but it's, it's in an interesting way. It's not in a like you know in the way that no in the way they're trying to throw in electronics or mm. like you know it's actually adding a whole different texture and a whole different sound to the to the music yeah really, oh, yeah really i did like it it's almost yeah like folk but um it's almost like slowed down techno <laughs> uh, <laughs> like it was it was very definite beats yeah mm. but you know very slow definite beats but with a nice kind of creative overtop yeah to it. i liked it yeah the whole album is completely different on every track so I can't recommend them enough and uh, yeah if you do have five minutes definitely uh, Google Cyberfron I'll check out that robot check out the robot man well worth it clashmusic.com my pick of the week is Fortet with a track called Pinnacles and uh, it's from Kieran Hebden's own record label text records um, from the band and he's done it with Caribou's Daniel Snaith and uh, this, this track has been getting lots of love on SoundCloud um, I think it's out this month, but it's yet to be announced. But there's a lot of uh, lot of hype on the internet, so let's take a listen. Thank you. 
So you just heard their Pinnacles by Fortet. Like I said, it's one side of a split seven inch. Um, maybe the future of club music, maybe. Jazz vibes making yeah. a, a bit of a comeback. Everyone loves jazz. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of, yeah, it's a bit of a jazz odyssey. It reminds me of uh, a track that was on DFA last year, actually. Black Van, Yearning. It was a ridiculous like jazz Odyssey remix of that. It went for like eight minutes. It was like a psychedelic journey. What is an Odyssey if it's not a jazz one, right? <laughs> it's a wasted Odyssey. That's what it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you if you want to find out more new music, you can um, hook our websites up to your laptops. Does that make sense? <laughs> Like in 1992, you used to have to like get a big wire and plug each individual website yeah. into your laptop. Drag it, drag the web stop, the web stop, <laughs> drag the web stop over to the back of the computer and plug it in. Yeah, okay. And you, or you can go to your nearest library where they can tell you all about this newfangled idea. But head to lbymusic.com or check out the latest free downloads at clashmusic.com. And of course, if you want to find any of the music we've been talking about in the podcast, uh, that Friends track is out on Lucky Number Records from March 21st. Matt, where can you get hold of that found record? Well, you can buy it on Chemical Underground or, uh, yeah, no no disrespect to Chemical Underground. Listen to the whole album for free on ClashMusic.com. Clash Music. So next we're going to hear from one of the most exciting bands to emerge in the last 12 months for me. Uh, They are cults. They are from New York. You've probably heard a little about them. You've probably heard that infectious single go outside that was on every blog for like 12 months and just was played everywhere and got inside your brain and then ate your brain from the inside out and then went and you grabbed your friends and then everyone was just listening to it and then we all died okay that might not have happened but they are ridiculously popular so popular in fact that they've uh, been signed to columbia records an imprint that lily allen is looking after for that record label uh gonna be really big this year i think just really kind of infectious new york dream pop like friends we were talking about earlier one thing i love about them as well is kind of the way they've emerged it's just been really organic they didn't like force it they just put up music for their friends to hear and it kind of just grew from there they are brian oblivion not his real middle, real name and madeline and Folin uh, they're really really lovely guys and I caught up with them recently on a trip to London where they played a couple of dates Hi I'm uh, Brian Oblivion and I play the instruments in Colts Hi I'm Madeline and I am the singer of Colts how you guys kind of started making music was there a moment or kind of uh, um, something that pushed you to start or was it just a very organic sort of yeah it was definitely way? definitely organic I think Brian had been working on uh, songs on his laptop for a while and then he asked me to sing on them and we would just go on the weekends to record vocals up at my stepdad's and put them up on the internet and here we are <laughs> we didn't ever think we were gonna have fans. It was like, we just put it up for our friends. Like we, we watched all our friends making music together and we lived together and we were dating and we were like, oh, we can make music too. So we went and we did these like, you know, like three, we did actually like seven songs at the time, but we put three up. We're like, oh, three songs is a good number. And uh, it was, and then suddenly like, it started like taking off just based off our friends telling friends and stuff. And it was like totally bizarre. And then when everybody started saying like, uh, Oh, they're so mysterious. Who is this? We were like, all right, that's cool, I guess. You know? Oh my God, 
Somebody actually commented on one of our YouTube videos that we sounded like a, oh my god, I wish I knew, like an old Korean nursery rhyme or something. I was like, that is really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. We, so. we love confusion. <laughs> but a lot of people especially have picked up on kind of a, a 60s sound and is that, you know, is that something you guys actually recognize or, you know, is that something you've brought yeah, up on? Absolutely. That's uh, mostly what we listen to, you know, so I don't know if we're trying to do, do exactly that, but because it's what we are listening to all the time, I think we're definitely in influenced by it heavily. Really agreed. Like this is the one kind of music that we could both like tolerate listening to together and have a really good time with, you know. So we kind of ran like we were just listening to it all the time, and I'm, I was sitting around the house just kind of like jamming, you know, making music, and it just kind of like clicked with that. And then I thought I was gonna sing on it, and then Madeline started like you know mimicking me singing the songs, and I was just like, oh my god, this is so much better. <laughs> and she like you know rewrote the melodies and rewrote the lyrics to make them like you know what they are now, and it and it was just like a perfect connection because it's like you know both of ours like core favorite music and but at the, you know I was saying at the same time we don't really want to be like a retro band we don't feel like a retro band like I mean it's inevitable that the things you like are going to work their way into your music you know but I think we have a lot of like we both really like hip-hop and both really like like shoegaze music and I think that both, both those things find their way into our music as well and uh, I hope it all combines to be something kind of new record is definitely a lot darker than what people expect. Yeah, it's true that uh, like a lot of the songs are a lot darker because uh, it relates more to the to the things that we like, you know, like our, our favorite uh, our favorite Leslie Gore song is You Don't Own Me, you know, not like a sunshine lollipops and rainbows I think I think a lot of people will be surprised about what our record sounds like because um, I mean I personally I'm from the generation of people whose favorite albums are mostly greatest hits and like I think I, I try to make our albums sound like and I think it does sound kind of like a greatest hits album like there's a bunch of different varieties of songs and I think that's also kind of a, a symptom of the modern music industry is that like every band's trying to make their place so well known that they'll take their hit song and just write it over and over and over again. And I find that boring, you know, like so we just, you won't find, you know, nine go-outsides on our record. You'll find a bunch of really weird songs that might turn some people off, but I hope will turn more people on. LBYmusic.com Look behind you! Clashmusic.com Clashmusic I
relationship, drug use, and adultery. Thanks very much to Cults. Uh, that track you just heard was Most Wanted and it's available on a seven inch from Forest Family Records now and look forward to that album. It's coming in May. You're listening to the LBY Clash Music Podcast. As you may know, it's called LBY Clash Music Podcast and Clash Music is a magazine, which Matt works for. Matt, what is in the magazine? <laughs> What's in the magazine this month, David? Well, uh, it's a film special. Uh, we've got Ben Barnes, the actor out of Killing Bono. Uh, we've got such features like the 25 most musical moments in movies. Wow. Mm. Interesting one. One of those, I believe, is the train spotting scene with Born Slippy by Underworld. And in a totally unrelated bit of editorial, uh, we've also got Ewan McGregor talking about (laughs) train spotting. What are the odds? What are the odds, huh? Uh, We've got a lovely feature with Dan Hahn, who are kind of like a Glasgow retro disco act, who are also playing at the uh, Clash Party at The Nest in London on April the 1st. Yeah. Just take my plug out there. <laughs> oh, yuck. I was wondering what was, what was, doing what was going on with that tassel. Um, and we've got Marianne Faithful, who swung by the Clash office. And uh-huh. we've got a little feature on uh, how exactly she would like to die. Good. Fun. Is that the last page of That's the magazine? That's the last page. Yeah. One song. Uh, I that makes for good reading, I think. Yeah, it's a good one. You're listening to the LBY Clash Music Podcast. So it's almost time for us to leave you. Uh, if you miss us while we're away for the next month, don't forget clashmusic.com and also lbymusic.com for all your new music needs. But before we do go, it's time to hear a track that everyone in the music industry is talking about. And it's the surprise return of Arctic Monkeys, Brick by Brick. Brick by Brick. <laughs> uh, we'll play it for you in a second. But, uh, so, gents, what do you make of it? Not to preempt what you know, what people are going to think about it. Yeah, I'd lo- love to sway the uh, listeners' ears here. And go, just how much does the chorus sound like Liam Gallagher on a kind of average day? Oh. Brick by Brick. Brick by Brick. I didn't know. <laughs> no, neither of those sound like It's not a 70s soul classic. You also, yeah, you also like a Tina Turner version. Where did that come from? I've got, I've got various talents. That isn't one of them. <laughs> um, we all huddled around my laptop and watched the video, which I wasn't very impressed. I, I think I, know, I can see where they're coming from, mm. trying to be creative and genius-like, but it doesn't really, mm. Mm, didn't really kind of impress me but uh yeah we'll see it probably is going to be a popular hit though isn't it yeah i mean to be fair it is only it's just a little taster of their fourth album matt held has actually confirmed it's not a single it's just kind of a little a little teaser uh yeah they just posted it on their youtube channel as a surprise little gift because the next thing we're expecting to hear from them was new material from alex turner which is going to be in this um richard iodi film submarine uh so it's kind of like sprung surprise yeah they're they're recording in la with james ford it sounds very la it sounds very queens Mm. of the Stone Age to me. Yeah, it sounds yeah. very, very Queens of Stone Age. And then, there from yeah, there was, previous times. And there was a lot of that on Humbug as well. Very kind of in the song structure and kind of like going from heavy to light to dark and like moving around and stuff. But can uh, they pull it off though? That's it. Can they pull it off? This next album, you know, will be interesting. We'll be interested to see where it takes them. Whether they continue in that Humbug vein of kind of like really heavy, dark kind of, yeah, following Queens of the Stone Age lineage or, and try to escape that kind of poppy I, British thing Honestly, I think whatever they do, it just comes back to just uh, high-end British pop to mm. me. Um, yeah. And that's just my opinion, but you can let us know what you think on twitter.com forward slash lbymusic or, of course, there's the Clash one as well, at Clash underscore music. Here it is, Arctic Monkeys, Brick by Bick. Bye. Bye-bye. Cheerio. I 
been listening to the LBY Clash Music Podcast, the best from the magazine and the blog. Clash is available from all big news agents or subscribe online at clashmusic.com. Also, check out lbymusic.com. When I was a child, I used to eat snails to get by. Now, now I run a multi-million company. <laughs>